welcome back everybody um of course it's the it's a challenge podcast season two episode 12 i am meals and i am maggie are we refreshed after a week's break we are we refreshed we are i don't know if you guys <laughs> noticed but there was no episode last week we decided i would hope they noticed i would hope so too i would hope so too we decided to take the day off juneteenth yeah. feel me yeah I, you know why not because we're old it i feel like it's it's it, it just felt right um it did. i'll say also last week's episode particularly wasn't anything notable memorable or <laughs> anything <laughs> of the sort um so i pretty much i remember speaking to maggie i was like listen i'm pretty sure you're working son of ours i'm doing besides this podcast i was doing three other podcasts a week so i'm like bruh let's just take this Juneteenth off. Let's just do <laughs> let's just Because, first of all, oh, wait, first of all, let me ask you a question. Have you heard any fireworks as late? I, the fireworks have seemed to cease around yeah, my, uh, my area. They kind of died down starting, like, yesterday, well, last night. Um, when I was uh, waiting to get picked up today, I saw some around Eastern Parkway, but there's there's little sporadic ones here and there, but I think they finally they're finally starting to run out of fireworks, and I am eternally grateful. I'm so happy you guys went through your stash. I never want to hear another <laughs> firework again. I don't like, think it's that. I think it's the undercover cops who have been taxed to, to our mayor De Blasio, or whatever however you feel about him. Um, he said that because of all the complaints about the fireworks, he has pretty much formed an undercover task thing to like end this fireworks thing because they have too many complaints and then they're going to do fireworks in like I, I don't know if it's all the boroughs or just three boroughs or whatever they're going to do fireworks like in all the boroughs or something over the course of various nights leading up to July 4th so I'm like you know what whatever as, as long as we're done because between the construction and the day and the fireworks and the night it's like it's mad shit going on outside it's too much well what is the big deal with fireworks why do y'all like them so much it's literally the same know. thing every time just a couple <laughs> of lights you can just flick your light off in your bedroom you get the same effect like there's no i don't need... think you get the rush maybe it's not the rush maybe it's not the rush of explosions it's, it's, it's explosions magic it's explosions in the air of various lights and fire and works and all the other stuff like that that's what makes it fireworks it's annoying and you know what <laughs> if, if this happens again next year i am walking to every borough with a bucket of water and i'm destroying <laughs> all your fireworks because it's just it's not fair it's not fair for me especially when i have work at eight in the morning and i can't go to bed yes. because it's like two in the morning and y'all going crazy no it's the same thing yeah it's 100 percent the same thing uh yes they're going crazy but that is our new york story for the week uh our new york madness our total and now our we're going total, into madness. total madness <laughs> now we're going into total madness because all right so here's what we're gonna do here's what we're gonna do um episode 12 i don't in terms of episode 12 of total madness this is of course it's episode 12 of it's a challenge podcast ding ding um however episode 12 of the challenge we can run it over pretty quickly I don't think, personally, me, I watched the episode last week and was spectacularly unimpressed. Honestly, <laughs> we can honestly just talk about the elimination from that episode. We can talk about, <laughs> the, the funnest part of that episode is when you see D and you're like, there she go. She right. Oh, <laughs> man. 
She's not supposed to be there, but she did. Um, What's crazy is, so here's the crazy thing about last week's episode. The crazy thing about last week's episode is, like, this is, like, the first, like, in terms of the de-editing thing, other than that debauchery of whatever episode 11 was, where they, like, chopped and sliced it up and made it. Right. It's significant. Significant improvement. Significant. I mean, but, yeah, they they had a short amount of time. They're like, oh, she did the thing on Sunday. The episode premieres on Wednesday. I'm sure they're slicing, dicing, COVID, all this other stuff. So I don't blame them too much, but also the episode was terrible. Um, I also feel like later episodes aren't as decentric like episode um, 11 was. Yeah. So the editing is probably going to just be better from here. Um, yeah, I would think so. No, I'm pretty sure. I mean, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Even in episode 11, right? Like, Dee's edited out the episode. The weird thing is, is like, she wins the challenge. <laughs> uh, she's in, she's interrogating people, so you have to show her there. Uh, she's the one, the only word that she said in last week's episode, I think, was Kyle, because. She yes. voted Kyle to, to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to go into elimination. So it's not you can't fully get rid of her. Right. Um she's as needed. <laughs> right. I would appreciate if they I mean, so here's the thing. Like, if she gotta say stuff, just let her say stuff at this point. <laughs> like if she, if it's to continue the plot, if she has something spicy or something to interject, let her just say the damn thing. I we we know she's out of the episode you guys barely show her and even if her like team wins they like crop her out of the the part oh my god oh Uh, it's like she does not exist d you fumbled the big bag bro d (laughs) she is legitimately even in this episode like episode 12 right they're interrogating her and there's a whole section of her and she's a mute now she's just a mute because she's just like all they like, showed up was her smiling. <laughs> Jenny <laughs> was like, I'm not trying to throw you in or anything. And Dee's just like smile emoji. <laughs> and then we <laughs> pan to the next person. <laughs> I was like, you're a total mute now. You have nothing to contribute to this show. That's so wild. That's so... Um, suck. Oh, oh my God. It sucks to suck. But. Um, what else was in last week's episode? Oh, Corey's daughter doesn't want to speak to him because he's been gone too long and she's like fed the hell up with it. She's like, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. hard to leave leave children at that age, you know? Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. So I feel for him. I feel for him. It's literally, he has to stay here. If he does not get his skull, does not win the million dollars, like there's really no point. He needs a reason to be away from his little girl for so long. Yeah, so they the whole episode was like, all right, let's get Corey in, either Corey or Kyle, and I guess people like Corey more. Fair mm-hmm. enough, because I like Corey more than Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see the challenge last week: a bunch of heavy stuff at the back up and then move uh, into things. Difficulty: How we feel about that? Was it something would you would ever do? No. What were they? They carrying like car parts or something? I'm so carrying like car parts or like things or just various scrap metal. Yeah, uh, these weirdo dump truck challenges. (laughs) They're not my cup of tea. It's very boring. Remember remember when they did it on the first War of the Worlds and then Ninja yelled at Turbo and Turbo didn't speak to him? (laughs) And I was like, you know what? Go Turbo. I miss Turbo now. That that challenge made me miss Turbo. 
Turbo would, would get everybody together real mm-hmm. quick right now. So I miss Turbo. That's all I got to say about that. This might be a good, I mean, I think Turbo probably would have won this season if he showed up, to be honest with you. Uh, he likes to compete. I don't think he's afraid of eliminations. One is afraid yeah, of this would have been Turbo season. This would have been yeah, would have would have one hundred percent. Um, let's see, do do do. Oh, Swaggy, ult- Swaggy C is ultimately voted in uh, okay. by the tribunal, and he goes against Corey in this launch launch button elimination where they have to swing back and forth across this forty foot container and hit all these lights, and whoever okay. got the most lights at the end wins, and Corey wins, and we're done with Swaggy. And that is it. Now, just legitimately 15 minutes ago, sent this Twitter post. We have breaking news on this podcast. Breaking news that we never normally have, but I guess due to circumstance of when we're recording this, <laughs> it is fresh. Yeah. Um, so I can see, he says, I'm officially, ret-. he's pretty much officially retired from reality TV. Yeah, he's just like, yo, I'm done. Uh, you know, it was great for a while, but I'm 25, I'm young as hell. I don't like, I'm like, these are all the reasons why you you should, yeah, but I get it. (laughs) The drama's annoying, like, I I feel him, you know, but I also feel like you could have made a quiet exit. But hey, do your bro, like, you, I'm sure you have fans, I'm sure they want to see you, so yeah. He seems like a stand-up guy. Uh, yeah, he's cool. He seems like someone I particularly, I guess he was made, I don't know. I didn't watch Big Brother. Everyone says he was a lot more turned up on Big Brother. Um, I'll have to take their word for it because I'm not going to go back and watch it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, if if this is it, if his day trading is hidden, he showed us his accounts, he's making the prize money ever, at least <laughs> once over every year. Uh, maybe twice over every year so it's like why would he you know want to give up his life of day trading and being a millionaire to go win taxed uh million reality tv money so i don't know uh i guess this is goodbye to swaggy forever um we hardly knew ye but you know who we begin to know oh a lot in this episode it is Bailey. My good sis Bailey. Bailey, 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 girl. I love you. I do. I see so much of me in you. And I I love you. Like I see so much of (laughs) you in her as well. (laughs) Um all right, so we can move into episode 12. Obviously, this episode is like a Bailey bomb. It's everything surrounding Bailey and Casey. Casey, who gets a storyline by virtue of <laughs> D no longer existing. Right. Casey <laughs> steps up to the plate. Um, and I can honestly say uh, I liked it better when she didn't get camera time. <laughs> I'm over I mean, Casey. I'm over you, sis. We will have as many thoughts. The episode starts off the girl day. It's a girl's day, but Josh is. I'm ready to go in and get my skull. I'm like, bro, shut up. <laughs> shut right, up. <laughs> Josh. Oh, always. Here, here's my my weekly Josh rant. Okay, so yeah, Josh, we just have to have one. Go ahead, Josh. Last week was guys' week. 
and you literally argued, <laughs> literally argued with Fessy that you don't want to be the house vote because you want to be in quote unquote control of your fate. All right, cool. You get nominated for eliminations. Now you definitely want to go in. I'm like, why wouldn't you just be the house vote then and guarantee that you're going in? And now you're mad because people didn't vote you in. But you could have just been the, Josh, I hate you. Like, He's so stupid. You're he is. so He's dumb. So like, I, I truly don't understand. And I can honestly say that I hope that you do not get a chance to go into elimination. Like, I, I really don't even want to see you touch purgatory. I want you to wait and then TJ kills your dreams. And I think that would be <laughs> peak reality TV for me. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I mean, you know, we'll talk about the end of the episode. But I also hope the same thing. Um, judging by the preview for next week, I don't know if it's possible, but we will see. Um, but, yes, we hate him. I even wrote that in my notes that we hate him. Um <laughs> But Nani and Melissa say they will absolutely murder everyone in this bunker if they don't get a red skull. There are three girls left without a red skull. Um, it's a weird number. It's an odd number. And then I kind of realized that Big T left and never got a red skull. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, they would have definitely, this would have been, you know, I, I feel like either if, if Nani, actually that Big T thing kind of changed a lot. It's <laughs> not yeah, think about right? it. Because, <laughs> If it's Big T versus Nani, I think Nani has a better chance. Or Big T versus Melissa, it probably goes the same way. And then you get Nani versus Bailey, or Bailey versus Melissa, or ba- it, it goes a or Bailey versus Big T. Who knows? And it kind of goes a bunch of different ways. So yeah, there's Big a lot T of different thing. ways this episode could have ended if Big T hadn't uh, stubbed her toe. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, terrible. And terrible. I heard. I heard the reason she did that because she uh, she heard Maddie was talking about her and she was going to go confront her, but she was drunk and then she cut her toe. I'm not surprised. Maddie seems like the type to do that. So this is true. This is true. But we have a love triangle in Tom Pride Month. I mean, I don't. <laughs> it is. It I is. Realize. Yeah. Shout out to my, all my um LGBTQI mm-hmm. um people who listen to this podcast and, you know, who are just living life and enjoying whatever is the remainder of this Pride Month and this incredibly sad year. Um, try to enjoy it as best as you can. Um, Nani and Casey are having fun once again. They're just, everyone's, they're just best of friends. They're best buddies. Um, rumor they're hooking up, but Casey's denying it. I want to ask you, Maggie, is Casey's flirting? <laughs> Like, we're not stupid. I'm not stupid, especially. Like, I'm not stupid. (laughs) Like, I know. I know. I know this life. They're hooking up. (laughs) It's the I was just, you know what I was merely, I was going to ask, is Casey's flirting technically cheating? Is it cheating? Is it cheating? Yes. You have a whole girlfriend. Why do you even feel the need to flirt with somebody else? Like, I don't know. Well, maybe ex- I'm just built different, but I wouldn't do that if I was with well, the, somebody. The excuse is they're in a bunker for two months. You know, it, it, it's it's lonely. It's it's hard. People are going to gravitate towards one another. How but, are they? That's not a legit. That's not a good enough reason for me. You telling me the reason why you 
feel like you can cheat is because you're stuck underground for two months like it is in a temporary situation that literally you can leave at any mm. producers that you say hey, i want to go mm. like you're telling me that's it when you have somebody like Corey who literally has a whole pregnant girlfriend and child but you don't see him running around doing this this mess well i think Corey's you know what i mean? all of the system already <laughs> I agree, but like still, if you, <laughs> I just personally feel like if you if you know you're not solid, you're not ten toes down like that. Just be single when you go on the show, like that. That's yeah. really it. Just be single yeah. when you go on the show, mm-hmm. because now you're making yourself look crazy and you're disrespecting the person that you're with on national television, and that is something that I would not be able to get over if I was that person. Well, guess what? Casey is no longer with whoever the hell she was with on the show anyway. Oh, oh look at that. Um, yes, look at that. Uh there was That's a bonus scene. I don't know <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. It was a bonus scene on the little bottom of the reel on MTV.com. Um another fight between Anissa and Nani surrounding this whole Casey thing because Nani feels like Anissa won't mind her business. And he's just like, yo, I'm not even doing anything. But everyone's like, yo, you got to just mind your business real quick. And Anissa's like, yo, Anissa's pretty much talking to Casey and be like, yo, it kind of looks like you're wilding right now. And I'm just trying to be a friend to be like, yo, I'm just letting you know how this looks. And everyone's insinuating nothing is going on. The appearance, it's, it's the thing. The appearance is kind of the major aspect about it. It's like something you... You may feel like what you're doing is harmless, but what you're you're not considering the feelings of your other, you know, mm-hmm. partner when you're doing the things that you're doing on national television and trying to play it off as like nothing is happening. Right, talking um, about them, I just vibe with her really well. As uh, okay, sis, okay, sure. I Let's get to the challenge this week. We will get to the whole Bailey part of this thing pretty soon, but let's get to the challenge this week. It is called Blocked In. Maggie, are you as mad as I am of how long it took these people to figure this thing out? Yes, because honestly, I figured it out pretty quickly. If you've ever played that phone. Of course. Or something. Like, you know how to do this. Like, of course. you know you, how to do I've this. I played it since I had an iPod Touch. Like, exactly this is literally that game in real life car form it was easy it it didn't have to be it didn't have to take so long especially with team one Mm -hmm. oh man that that was a mess team one was a mess team two had kind of had a better strategy than team one and i'm kind of upset that team two didn't win but that's a whole nother yeah i don't like how they edited that it was like team one was a bunch of idiots and then they still (laughs) yeah like what are you kidding me they couldn't even decide what what to do with the cars too many cooks in the kitchen and everything but yeah yeah whatever to shut up dude like jenny talks too much i'm like listen to jenny why why is rogan literally literally (laughs) jenny figured it out so like jenny was right (laughs) jenny was right oh man but they really like rogan lead rogan what about rogan makes makes this a good idea rogan would be the last person i want to lead this i don't know rogan yeah i i I don't see but i don't see it it's like is he every, every, a puzzle master that I just don't know? Like I, I don't, I, I don't so. understand. 
I'm just I was disappointed. But team team one eventually wins. Everyone wants to. Anissa was like that car, the car in the corner, the car in the corner, and everyone's like, Anissa, please. Come yeah, on. like, <laughs> oh man, this this challenge was a mess. That would have got me hot, but mm-hmm. everyone finishes. They all want to be the cool guy rolling out the car and jumping on the car after the fact. But it's like, yo, you could have finished this a million times. Or, like, this was super easy. Um, let's see. Okay, now we're getting to the main event. The Bay event. The, 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 let's just ask this here. How do we feel about Bailey's behavior on this episode? How do you honestly feel? I feel that as black women we do not necessarily get the same privilege as other mm-hmm. people to express our emotions to be to be loud to cry to scream and i'm happy that bailey has no problem expressing these emotions even though um even though it's easy for people to say, oh, she looks crazy, she's this, she's that, you're you're calling her crazy because she's a black woman. Because just a couple of episodes ago when Nani was yelling at Anissa and calling her all type calling her out her name, all types of strippers and hoes and all of that, I did not see anybody say the same thing about Nani the way that they're talking about Bailey right now. So I have no mm. problem with Bailey's behavior on this challenge. I have no problem with her screaming. I have no problem with her crying. None of that. This is how you feel. Express it. I feel a similar way. However, I will say this. I ultimately I'm trying to look for the reason. I want to know why okay, Bailey's mad that obviously she's not being voted in. Um I'm trying to find the correlation between that and the relationship that they didn't seem to like. There seemed to be a a bit of a divide. Obviously, Casey didn't feel any sort of, you know, loyalty to Bailey because they expressed previously that Bailey and Swaggy were doing their own thing. There was a whole Big Brother Escalines rookie kind of alliance thing, but Bailey and Swaggy were aligned with west they were aligned with bananas they were aligned with a couple other vets in the house they were kind of doing their own thing and now swaggy's gone and bailey's on her own all etc etc i'm trying to figure out okay all right bailey and 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 what all right so you're not going to be voted in i understand the frustration of that where does the love explosion kind of come from now with the whole naughty thing i'm trying to figure out the link between that in terms of like okay you're obviously mad about the game i would be mad about the game too it's like a couple skulls left i haven't been in yet it seems like i'm gonna be about to go in i'm the lone person left without lone girl left without a skull that's just kind of how i feel i'm trying to figure out how we got there to the where the whole casey thing unless she feels strongly for Casey, which would be weird because she's with Swaggy. So I'm still confused in terms of where all the emotions are coming from. I feel like it wasn't conveyed well enough in this episode. (laughs) Maybe she felt like they were friends and she shouldn't have done that. Maybe. Um, But also, it's like, I I don't know. I guess they weren't playing 
the same game. I don't know why she was particularly blindsided by that, but I agree with you in kind of all sort of aspects. Bailey has a right to feel the way she feels, and I do think that Casey um, is not even, at least in this episode, in the way it's portrayed because editing is a bitch, but I feel like Casey was not even really taking into account her feelings or how she felt about anything or how she felt about her or their relationship. She was just like, no, that's not the relationship that we had. Um, which seems very weird. So Casey's alliance ultimately is with Nani. She's doing whatever with Nani. She's like, yo, Nani wants to go against Melissa. That's essentially what we're going to do. They do the whole voting thing. Um, it's 4-3. Melissa wins. Melissa is going in against uh, you know, it isn't confirmed Nani yet, but it's pretty much confirmed Nani. Um, they have uh, Bailey is there. She doesn't seem to really want to do it. She knows kind of the fate that she's in. She's like, yo, I'm not hooting and hollering about nothing. I'm just going to sit here and be brokenhearted about all these other things. I love the moment of like, she's in the bed. First of all, with the covers, Casey's trying to talk to her and she's like, Bailey, you know that I care about you. And she says, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling and you, then the, it is me. <laughs> and then the other line of, can you at least wait until I take off my damn bonnet? Like, why would you, why would you show me, why would you come in here on national TV with my bonnet on? Like, you come here and try to play me on national TV with my bonnet on. Bailey's mad. Bailey's mad, big mad. Like, mad mad. Like, um... And, and you know, go ahead. I get it. I get why Bailey's mad. Um, if you this, the house is also terrible. I mean, at this point, going two months in that bunker, I would go crazy as well. So I don't even blame her for going the way not crazy, but like emotions. Like it's a lot going on when you're trapped in a place with these people for two months. I can speak for that currently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> hilarious oh quarantine um okay i think maybe i can try to shed some light on maybe what bailey is feeling obviously i'm not okay. bailey i don't know 1000 percent, right um mm-hmm. if i i did a show with you right okay. and in that show we kind of established some sort of relationship, be it romantic, friendship, whatever. We have mm-hmm. some sort of relationship that cannot be denied, right? right? Now we both go onto this new show, right? And it's kind of like an unspoken agreement that all the Big Brother people have, you know, a, like an, an underlying alliance. You know what I mean? I thought Mm -hmm. this was known, even me, a viewer, thought that this was known. Like, I don't understand why that wouldn't be a thing, that all the Big Brother people wouldn't be aligned together. I 100% believe that this was something that was established before the show came. And now Casey Mm -hmm. is flipping on that because basically she found some new Nani and 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 is basically foregoing her original initial alliance in favor for that that's why that's where i think bailey's anger and hurt is stemming from because it's like yes okay for the for the beginning of the show i was aligned with my man right but like that's a given though like they're they're a couple they're married um 
I, I feel like it's stupid to think that she would not, she wouldn't make Swaggy her priority. Like if you didn't think she would do that, like you're stupid. I'm sorry. So right. I, I feel like now that Swaggy is gone, I feel like Bailey probably felt okay. I can always fall back on the Big Brother alliance. That was the initial alliance when they came in there mm-hmm. in the first place. Because even though she was rocking with Swaggy and that was her priority, I they never you know, denied that they were also, you know, rocking with Fessy or rocking with Jay. Like, those were also, like, their their people, you know what I mean? Right. So, for when it, when it comes down to it, and I'm asking you, hey, remember what we talked about before we got on this show? It's supposed to be me and you first. It could be you and Nani second, but it's supposed to be me and you first. And then, mm-hmm. you basically, you're choosing somebody else before me for for what because they because they're kissing on you because like why i i and that's where i think bailey's hurt is stemming from because it's like you're supposed to be loyal to me just off of the prior relationship that we had being that we did a show together at first i helped you win that show on top of that and you couldn't even do me this one solid this one favor the only favor i asked of you this whole season you can't even throw me an elimination no, I'm not rocking with that, Casey. You're fake as hell. Woo! Turn that up. All right. Uh, so, all after the fact, first of all, great explanation. It, I agree with you. Uh, you flipped me. You have turned me. You have... Uh, I, I I still... you. I wouldn't say you flipped or turned me, but you brought the You'll entire thing You get it thing now. Together. You get it. Yes, yeah. I get it. I 100% get it now. Okay. So... From there, I mean, Bailey's having a panic attack. I don't, I don't like the edit of like Bailey's having a panic attack. She goes into room, and then everyone's like, "We going to the club now." <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was whack, whack as hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, so everyone's going to the club. Melissa gives a toast, which is like, I'm like, bro, we, she's pregnant. Like, what are we, and what you are we know, this is so hilarious to me because she has her drink, and I'm like, girl. You got a baby, girl. <laughs> you, I'm sure you're you throwing it down know. too. <laughs> I was like, bruh, like they had a. It was funny because they talk about the elimination, and someone put up a gif on Twitter, um, and then the challenge the account kind of reposted the gif, and they were like, yo, what Bailey's? I mean, what Melissa's baby probably feels, and it's like some man in like a a a, a washer dryer type of thing, <laughs> just like rolling around. Oh my god. That's so fucking funny. It's never gonna not be funny on this show. But also, damn, stop showing her drinking on the show. If you know, <laughs> if you knew she was pregnant, at least just stop showing her drinking. Um, but Casey's gassing up Nani in the bar too. She's that's why I think it's like part of it to me was game. It's one hundred percent game. Like I, I don't believe fully that Casey and Nani's relationship was. Comp- completely platonic now you could be i mean i have friends who will gas me up and you would hope there'd be friends that would gas you up too but it's just like kind of the way you're it's like oh everyone's scared of you girl like you know i was like no one <laughs> i love nani don't get me wrong no one's really that afraid to go against nani who, who is afraid of nani she is a terrible elimination record even i feel like i can go against nani <laughs> like, who is really afraid of nani but she's giving her a good game. She's giving her game in the club, all this other stuff. Meanwhile, Bailey is talking to Bananas. Bananas stirring the pot, obviously. Bananas, Bananas and Jenny are like, Bananas, like, 
you went cray last night, Bailey. What's all that about? <laughs> and Bailey's just like, well, let me give you the tea. Um, we had a relationship on Big Brother and all this other things. And, you know, she says, Casey will not have a girlfriend when she gets home. Taylor will know this. <laughs> and look at that. Does Casey have a girlfriend <laughs> when she got home? My good sis is a woman of her word, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but then said, if she can't keep her lips closed, why should you? And I was like, you ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Stirring the pot. Okay. So, boom. We head from the club. It's tribunal time. Three girls in tribunal. First of all, ridiculous. Seven people <laughs> are judging. Literally no need. <laughs> no there need. is a whole back row. <laughs> like, and it literally leaves only three girls left to be voted. And, and I, I wish, I wish that it was not such a big tribunal because I want to see... I guess it's it's too late now, like we're nearing towards the end. But damn, mm -hmm. I want to see people with skulls get thrown in. Like, <laughs> I truly, like Jenny, I'm sorry, Jenny, but you had the easiest elimination mm. this whole season. An elimination that I could have won. You right. had. I need to see you go back in elimination. I do. You need to prove I it do. again. You, you need, need to, to prove again. yourself. You, you, Honestly, you I don't nothing. think Jenny has a problem proving herself because she is. <laughs> She Jenny is, is strong. by far for real. For she's real, strong. She's, she's strong. strong. There ain't no Tory this season. Ain't no Tory stopping her this season. I'll tell you that. No, that's um, right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. tribunal. So this tribunal, it's interesting because I honestly don't think, from the way they edit this, there was no game talk. Like, first of all, D is a mute. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just get that out the way. Um, she's practically an emoji at this point. Um. Casey, they talk about Casey, and it's not even like Casey. Would you like to go in? Because obviously she's not going to want to go in. They're like Casey, what's going down with you and Bailey? <laughs> and we're getting the tea from Casey, and everyone's like, oh. And you know, they just talk about like you know Bailey. She just saying a lot of things. She feels a lot of ways. Blah blah blah. And Banana's like, but I feel like Bailey thinks that you give it up you know and not you know he's stirring the pot as well he's just doing whatever he's trying to provide good television why not um casey leaves then bailey comes in and they get all the tea you know they if you want to know the kool-aid and all the flavors there it is <laughs> she is spilling everything she's like oh being bailey had this relationship and she came and she a little bit earlier in the season she cut him in she's like anything you need or got you or something along those lines that she said what what did she say specifically or what did bailey say that she said um she said something that um that casey said that yeah, that she got her and that, oh, she misses cuddling with her and misses mm -hmm. having her in her bed and everything like that. And honestly, I 100% believe Bailey because we see how we see how Casey is. We see how I, Casey that'd be is. weird considering her husband's in the house. But that, that's Casey, weird as hell. Casey gives me unfaithful vibes, clearly. So I, I'm mm. not surprised. I would not be surprised if, you know, that that literally was it. You know what I need? I need the producers to drop the unedited footage. I know y'all recorded this. Release yes. it. Drop it on MTV. When we get our Zoom reunion, when we get our Zoom reunion, like everybody else, uh, I'm sure they will drop it and uh, give us something to be 
enjoyed about but Bailey Bailey spilling everything about Casey. Nani's even like, oh wait, huh? What's going on here? Okay. Until she gets offended. When Nani is like, I feel like you're blaming this all on me. And honestly, I'm being offended. And which to which Bailey responds, but it's your fault. Like and, and she's not wrong. Like it's literally your fault. Like this is literally <laughs> happening because Casey wants a taste. Like that's that's literally it. That's literally right. it. Casey voted for Melissa because you wanted her to. Like so, that's, that's literally it. So Nani could be offended. I feel like she's she's offended because she knows that Bailey I is right. I think she's offended because she legitimately feels like, yo, I didn't really, I haven't done anything. I have a friendship with Casey. That is it. That's in, from her perspective. It's like I have a friendship with Casey. That is it. I don't know where all this other animosity things you going from, but that's really not any of my thing. My relationship is with Casey. I don't know if, how all this is affecting you. I understand that it's affecting you in a negative way. I'm sorry that it is, but ultimately, like, it's not my fault. And that's how generally Nani feels. But Bailey's considering, like, if you weren't here, this would not be happening. So this, you have faults in this. Obviously, you were the one who told her to put Melissa in. You were the one who told her to do that, but it's your fault. And they go back and forth a little bit, you know, Nani and Bailey. And I'm like, oh, wait, hold up. This this episode kind of turned up a little bit. I didn't expect this. Um, Nani always gets in with somebody from some season. It's crazy. It's, like, consistent. Um, Bailey goes, you know, Bailey's packing now, and she's going, and she's talking and talking and stuff like that. Casey is getting the word from Nani about what was said in deliberation. Casey goes in the room to confront Bailey. Boy, is that a bad idea to think, <laughs> to know what's been going on with Bailey and think you were going to confront her about uh, the, you know, quote unquote lies that she has said. And Bailey goes off. Bailey goes off. She was like, yo, you thought this is what you're going to get. And you said this, you said this, you said that in the third, you got me F the hell up. Like you, and Casey's trying to sit there and plead her case. And everyone's just like watching in the background. Everyone's coming with drinks. Uh, Nelson with the Bailey. What? (laughs) Casey. What? Oh, the plot thickens. And I was like, shut your ass. (laughs) <laughs> I hate Nelson, but he's 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 interesting. I think I think everyone in the house enjoyed the entertainment from all of the tea that was from all of this. Um, Bailey leaves the room. She's like, "I'm going to go sit by myself." Fair enough. Go ahead. I support it. Remove yourself from the situation, as all people should do. And then she's like, "You know what? Fuck! I'm going to go back to my room." And she walks down the hall. And Nani's, this is just a great moment. I don't know. This is one of those moments where they could, I don't know if the producers told Nani, yo, there's something down the hall. Come here real quick. <laughs> right. Like, what are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> well, what are the chances they're walking down the same hallway at the same time? There's a security officer following, I think, Bailey or, or Nani or one of them. There's security there. I see the security because by the time Nani comes in the room, security is like, like another castmate at this point um <laughs> but bailey walks past nani and all she has is three words for her let me know what they are <laughs> you know what maybe i'll say it <laughs> <laughs> she says lion ass hoe <laughs> 
lying asshole. And now he's like, who are you calling a lying asshole? You. You I lying love asshole. Bailey, bro. This is this is that this is the Bailey I needed. This is what I've been missing all season. This is the yeah. energy. This is the energy. This is the time that we're on. Um demon time, okay? <laughs> Lying ass hoe. I was like, whoa, hold up. And Nani comes like, who the I was like, yes. And I was like, oh, we getting into it now. This is crazy. And then Nani's, you know, she eventually leaves. Security pulled up. I don't know if they were really going to do anything because security was already there. So I don't even think anyone's going to do it. All the boys want the tea. They're running towards the door. They're like, oh, there's a, they're running in droves. There's Rogan. There's Corey. There's Fessy. There's Nelson. There's Bananas. There's Kyle. Everyone's there. Um, Casey says, we never cuddled, we never kissed, we never did anything, Bailey. I don't know what you're talking about. It seems like something she would say because she's on national TV. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's just no way that Bailey is making this up. Like, there's no way she's making mm -hmm. this up and she's feeling so strongly, so passionately about it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I do think it, there's a miscommunication in feelings, yes. though. It, it appears that Casey does not feel the same way about Bailey, but it feels like the signs that or everything that kind of Casey did kind of alluded to that and how Bailey felt the way she felt at the yes. time. Casey, I don't think that... Go ahead. Casey's a fuckboy. Ooh... Just, she the is the, the toxic ass. <laughs> and... The one episode you got, bro, and this is what you made yourself. Listen. Casey is that that toxic, manipulative, like person that you meet who who does all the nice things, takes you out on dates, everything like that, and then hits you with the, but you're not my girl though. Like that's Ooh. Casey. That's Casey. And there, I don't know why people are are trying to take Casey's word when. Casey is talking about, oh, I vibe with Bailey as a friend. But she she's literally saying the same thing about Nani. And you see how Nani, she's messing around with Nani. Like, so you see how she quote unquote vibes with her friends. And but you think mm. Bailey is lying about this? Nah, bro. Don't do my sis like that. Don't do my sis like that. <laughs> uh, Bailey, uh, I'm a Bailey stan, okay? Bailey there stan. We go. Turn up. Turn up. Um this all gets, you know, it all dissipates in the air because there's elimination coming. And I'm not even going to go into the whole, you know, folks thing. It's Melissa versus Nani. And it is called Off With Your Head. It is the first physical women's elimination of the season. It has been a big point from challenge fans that all the women, albeit the Jenna and Tori thing, pretty damn good. Uh, but none of the eliminations have been as physical as the guys have been. There's been no CTE, like Rogan does J. There's no, you know, contact. There's no physical thing. There's been nothing. They're like, yo, girls can get down and dirty too. And we finally kind of see it here. Um, it's called Off With Your Head. They've done this kind of before. I think they did it with a Dirty 30 and they've done it like on a, another challenge before. Um, essentially, you're wearing suits. You have to grab the red skulls off the other person's suit suit put it in the barrel get five you win um yeah melissa knows mma so i didn't really expect <laughs> and also we've seen melissa get down like we've, we've seen, seen... tell you niggas forgot about her elimination <laughs> with sylvia why do y'all act like melissa can't fight 
No, she needs fine. Sylvia in the junk. No. <laughs> oh, like she, it was all hair pulling and yes. headlocks. Yes, that point was brutal. Was so to the point brutal. where Sylvia had the ball and then she turned around and cocked her fist is I'm going to hit you if you scratch me again. Like she cocked her fist way up in the air. Classic elimination round. So guys, here's the commercial break, okay? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Go go ahead with the commercial break. I thought it was knocking on my door, but it was fire. It was like light fireworks. It was like light fireworks. Like they're not gone. Here's a commercial break. What are we talking about? Let's, let's um, see. <laughs> um, commercial break. Um, Brianna. Oh, Taylor's now you don't got killers. I know. I do. <laughs> Brianna Taylor's killers are still free. This she was an essential worker. She was sleeping and. Undercover security guards broke into her home, shot 22 rounds, and eight of them hit her, killing her. Those are those officers have not been arrested except for one, I believe. And honestly, they need to be charged with murder because what they did is murdered this woman, this essential worker who wanted to be a nurse. Okay. Now I have a link in my bio to Brianna Taylor's campaign. You can sign petitions, you can donate uh, money to I believe her family's GoFundMe. You can also donate money, uh, like donate bail money to those protesting in her home state. Never forget Breonna Taylor. That's my commercial break. Thank you, Black Lives Matter. There we go. Damn, you killing it this episode, Maggie. I just have to let you know that. Like, you murdering <laughs> this episode. Like, you really body in everything. So props to you for doing this after a... A, 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 a light nine hour work day very <laughs> light um but you know we got nani in we got melissa in i think casey gets what she wants nani gets what she wants melissa gets what she wants and you hear the fireworks behind me nani yes, loses. <laughs> and so bailey gets what she wants <laughs> <laughs> everybody it's a win-win-win it's like that thing in the office where it's like oh what kind of compromising scenarios do we have we have a win-win-win oh but i win too um nani's going home she's a loser but she looks like a winner because she's legitimately skipping out the damn thing i think she's also no one has looked mad leaving the show everyone's like i'm so glad to be out of this bunker and to see sunlight and all this other thing. First of all, next season we got to change the scene. We got to change the setting. I can't do this doom gloom shit anymore. Like, yeah, I'm tired. Put my folks on an island, bro. Like, put a, go to Mexico, go to Cabo, go to, go to Portugal, Dominican Republic, something like. We can't have this whole. Prague is depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Prague is too depressing. Prague. The three clubs in Prague is all I know about Prague. Like they got three clubs, they all go at night. There's nothing seem to go on today. The there's no beach, there's no lake, there's no party, there's no amusement park, there's no nothing. Prague is ass. We're not <laughs> going to Prague again. Please go somewhere else and don't go to Thailand because I'm tired of seeing these these people sweating too. I'm you know because <laughs> Thailand is another beast. It's like it's hot here. It's like it's hot and there's bugs. Let's go somewhere else, all right? I've I've been watching the seasons on Pluto TV. There's multiple places where you can go that you have gone. Go somewhere else. Show some color. I'm tired of all the camouflage fatigue, you know, thing yeah, that we're doing here as well. I get it. It's supposed to be like warfare or whatever, but 
man, give my folks a beach. <laughs> <laughs> give me a red jersey and a blue jersey. Right. How about that? <laughs> give me some ball and a pink jersey. Something. Yeah, something, something along those lines. Everyone, is, everyone looks like they're breaking down and reaching their um, melting point, especially at this point of the season. But that is episode. That is episode twelve. Um, Nani's gone. She tried to win a skull. She's gone. Melissa has a skull. The only girl left without a skull is Bailey. The only boys left without a skull is Josh and Kyle. Next week is a double elimination. I'm going to be frank with you. They should have just started doing double eliminations every week, like three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Because <laughs> this, sure. <laughs> like, sure. this show is dragging. This show is dragging its ass. Like, I think we're going to have to move from the concept of like male week and a women's week because it needs to be male and male and female. Yeah, like male and, yeah, exactly. Just, just combine just, them both in one let's week. Let's put them on the same flight. Let's get them out of here. Yeah, Because exactly. <laughs> like, this whole, you know, week by week thing, it's cool, but when we hit 16 episodes and y'all been doing the same thing for 15 of them, we're, we're, getting, in, we're getting in deep waters. Um but that is it. I mean, this was a very, you know, the turmoil was very real in this episode. I think it was a very, it was an episode where I think everyone could relate in terms of the feelings, either related with Bailey or related with Casey. I don't know how you related with Casey, unless you're like this kind of platonic political player. Um, if you're related to Casey, you are a Casey. I'm sorry. Like, that. that's really it. And I hope whoever is listening to this and you're getting flashbacks, I want you to know you're a fuckboy too. <laughs> and that's kind of how we're gonna end up so thank you guys for listening this has been episode 12 of the it's a challenge podcast of course i am meals and i am magic and we will see you guys next week <laughs>